Good morning, everybody, and welcome again to another episode of Digital Nomad Skills and how to become a digital nomad. And today, as usual, we have a new guest with a new uh, skill set. Today, we had a friend of mine. He, uh, his name is Tiago. He is from Brazil, and he works online as a fitness coach. So uh, good morning, Tiago. Thank you for being on the show. Good morning, Rahim. Thank, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here with you, man, and sharing everything. Thank you for coming and thank you for, for sharing all that stuff. And before we start, uh, just like, just tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do. Give us a bit of an intro. So, please. All right. So, I'm a fitness coach. I've been working in the fitness industry for the past four years in Southeast Asia, especially in Indonesia and Jakarta. In 2021, at the beginning of 2021, I decided to resign from the gym that I was working for and kind of like fire all my clients, my personal clients, and start my own remote business. That's when the fitness transition was born and I started to do this remotely work still in the fitness industry, but work like from anywhere that I want and be able to travel and have this freedom. I'm originally from Brazil and I I went out of Brazil in 2018 to Jakarta. And since then, I've been traveling around Southeast Asia as well. Nice. Nice. So you started as a fitness coach. You came, uh, you were in Jakarta. And then um, with the pandemic, you, you decided to change the whole system, right? Yeah, pretty much like everyone was complaining about the pandemic. But for me, like, I'm, I'm going to always be grateful for the pandemic because it opened my mind to like so many other things that I could do like uh, it opened up a, a new portal for me let's say and with the online class that we were doing you start to ask yourself like if you're happy or not and you start to realize that you're not happy at all I wasn't happy at all during pandemic pretty much so this remote fitness coaching started to kick up in my in my mind I had the kind of like a format that I want to do but then I went to Gili in the first year. So let, let me tell you a story though. Like you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna love it. In the first year of pandemic, I started to travel more around Indonesia. And in October, I went to Gili Tea. And during this trip in Gili Tea, like for 10 days, I had a mushroom trip there. I'm really open to talk about anything. So I'll just throw things on you. And that's when like, I realized like, well, if I want to travel and I want to work like, keep doing the thing that I'm doing, why not do remote fitness? And then through that mushroom trip, I start to restructure all the business. Two weeks after going back to Jakarta, I resigned from the company that I was working for, start to tell all my clients that I would start working remotely if they want to come with me or not. All of them, they said no. So start everything from scratch. And that's when everything happened. And so I'm grateful for pandemic and for the mushroom trip though. <laughs> nice. So you started, you got all your inspiration through a mushroom trip. And then basically based on that, you just took a leap of faith and, uh, and you just did it. Love it, man. Nice. Nice one. Uh, okay. So, so basically none of your clients decided to come with you. Yeah, pretty much starting everything from scratch. Zero. Okay. So what's, what, what do you, how did you get new clients now? How are you getting? Uh, so I, I was working in Jakarta for four years already and I kind of like, got to create and build my name around there around the fitness community and people that wants to work out and people that are involved in fitness and when i started everything the first two months i didn't get like any clients i think i got like one client so 
from this client that knew someone that wants to do like fitness, but they, they were not secure at all to go back to the gym because uh, COVID was a thing still last year and the beginning of last year. And people knew what I was doing, like friends and people that they were working out in gyms that I've been working out as well or training or coaching. And they start to get interested on what I was doing and through Instagram, social media, uh, advertising, like developing content and posting like every week, we start to have a better audience. And from that, people just start to come because they trust like my name, they trust what I was doing and they got interested in this new format. Like what could this new format offer to them? Hmm. So you basically built like, you built a website or... uh... Or, or you don't have a website or it's just like based on we Instagram? Do. Yeah, we started with an Instagram, but like after three or four months, uh, we we hired someone to, to create and design our website. So we do have website and Instagram, but most of our clients, they come through social media, pretty much Instagram. We don't use Facebook, just like Instagram for advertisement and content and everything. Okay. And you're saying we, is that you're not alone in this? Are you, are you a couple of people? Oh, uh, no. Like... The, the, oh, the you brand, talk the about yourself mine, because we, <laughs> but yeah, but like I like to say we because I, I like because I'm important. Like, <laughs> no, like everything that we do, like that everything that I do and everything that I have now, it's part of everyone that has been part of my life and as well. Like I do have a team, so like we do have two nutritionists, Christine and Ernie, that we work together, and one marketing person, Muli in Jakarta. So I like to say we as a team because I don't do anything by myself. Like I have Bule means uh, uh, means a foreigner, basically. Like oh no, Muli, Muli. She's a local girl. Ah, M U L I. Yeah, she's a local girl. Sorry. Okay. Nice. And tell me a little bit about the format of how you are doing these workouts. So basically, people find you. They uh, they they find you on Instagram and then they contact you. And then what happens? Yeah. So. Everything that we do, and that's how we separate ourselves from the from the market, from the online codes out there, is that we we do put the effort, the time, and the value in design personalized training programs and nutrition. So there is no copy and paste from one client to the other. There is there is no group program. Let's say that you want to start to work out, we're gonna sit down. The first thing that we do is introduction call to see if you are a good fit for us. And to see if we are a good fit for you, if we can help each other in a certain way. Otherwise, we'll point you in a better direction. After this introduction call, we call we go through an initial consultation where we're gonna go through like all your goals, all your background, routine, habits, behaviors, so we can understand better where what you want, where you wanna be, and the reasons behind it. And from there, we're gonna design a personalized training for you. Nice. And the personalized training, this is done online via Zoom calls uh, or, or how does it do? Or you just give them like the format, the workouts and they do them by themselves? They do by themselves. So it's a remote fitness coaching. Uh, we, we send them like all the workout programs for the week, weekly based. We check the results and progress week by week. And they send us the feedback and the videos that we ask them to correct form, technique and see if they're keep themselves safe from injury and they're doing the, the movement correct to have the results that they want. And basically that's it. So our interactions through the platform that we use. 
Nice. So you are not actually like coaching them face to face on Zoom or that kind of stuff. You just like tell them, okay, you sit with them, you evaluate what they're doing. And based on that evaluation, you're going to give them some food, you're going to give them some workouts and they do them by themselves. They send you some requirements from you. And then basically you just like kind of give them feedback on their feedback and, and so on. Exactly. Nice. That's right. Nice. Man. That's, that's, a, that's a cool way of doing it. That's a very cool way of doing it, I think. Okay, so living like that for like the last um, year or, or more, a little bit more than a year. Now, what, what's your take on it? Are you happy with what you did? Are you, are you proud? Are you, would you go back to what you did? Or? Man, I, honestly, I'm fucking proud of myself because like it wasn't easy to take the, the leap of faith, the courage step to start something by my own, to give up and all the security that I have, like job, financial security support system jakarta friends as well so you gotta like know where you want to go kind of gave up on everything else that no longer serve you and just like keep going but i would say that after one year and a half doing this and living the life that i always dreamed to live i'm i'm proud of myself and i would do it again for sure because the new has this priority like that this property of like being excited and that's that's the new right like you're always excited to do something that you don't know and you have this uncertainty behind it that's like okay if i fail that's a learn but i want to succeed so you kind of like do everything you can everything that you have in hand to succeed anyway nice man now congratulations that looks like a very it's, it's a very nice story i mean uh, like I'm, I'm 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 very inspired by people who decide to just like leave everything and just like because you also like the format also you created was quite creative it's it's not like the usual format of online training and stuff like that so it's it's quite nice so what are the disadvantages now that you've been doing that for a while what don't you like about this lifestyle interesting question i don't think i ever asked myself that give me a sec uh let me tell you the things that i like and then i'll i'm pretty sure that the things that i don't like will pop up so i like the freedom that it gives to me to my clients like i can work any time of the day that i want if i want to work in the morning i do if i want to work on the afternoon i do i don't have to follow someone else's schedule i can live anywhere in the world that i want uh i can make like a good amount of money monthly let's say and I don't know, like maybe like sometimes the lack of structure and routine kind of like you need to know what you're doing every day. Otherwise, like super easy to lose yourself on external activities and things that you want to do this for you and you kind of forget and don't put the effort that you should be putting on work. So I'd say that's easy to let things go out of the rail. That's like the, the thing that's the, the most difficult part for me. And that's the part that I would say that I don't like much, like kind of like having freedom is amazing, but too much freedom sometimes like kind of like make you crazy. It was like, oh, I have this amount of time. What am I going to do? And then I don't know, like maybe I would say that, that that's it. Nice. Okay. Is there any, any programs or, or things that you use uh, on your day to day basis or something like that, 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 you think that could help you as a digital nomad or someone who works online? Oh yeah, man, I do like, uh, so to, des uh, to design and deliver the training programs, we use a platform that's out there. Most of the codes they use, which is called True Coach. It's like old platform already, but it's like super well-developed. 
uh, for scheduling meetings and everything, I use Calendly because then I can set my hours and my days of the week that I want to have the meetings. And then I send to the clients or to new prospects and they will, they will choose the, the time that suits their better based in my schedule. So you kind of like set the bar and boundaries right from the beginning. Uh, Stripe for payments, uh, email automation, active campaign. So I have like some some sort of like softwares and websites that I use for sure. Okay. But I would say that the main ones, though, those are the main ones. All right. And what about your clients? Are they like uh, coming now? I mean, in the beginning, I'm sure you were based on, on Jakarta or like in Indonesia because that's where you started. But now with the whole Instagram, are you getting like clients from all over the world now or? Yeah, pretty much, man. We have clients uh australia singapore spain paris costa rica jakarta bali as well uh yeah we are like starting to spread a lot brazil as well so it's guys yeah, going well and i think that the advertisement that facebook and instagram now that they are combined they offer is a, such a big tool and i'm learning how to use it even more right now because then you can target different countries and different audience nice all right. So I, I, I'm going to just ask you a little bit about this mushroom trip. How, how, how did that like, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, was it a long trip? Was it a big trip? Was it like, uh, was there any other realization? Because like, yeah, mushrooms are here like around us and then, and they do affect us in, in lots of ways. So do you have any feedback on that trip or no? Uh, yeah, man, I would say that like if you have always like ever been interested in doing it, sure do it. Like because it's gonna, it's kind of like I don't know. Like for me, it was like so insightful. That and that was my first trip ever, so I was like always excited and kind of like curious about what that would be. And I did it, and then through that, like people call downloads, insights, whatever you want to call. But like I kind of like opened my mind for a new an award that I didn't know. And it lasts like for two or three hours. And it was like so many, so much more insights besides the, the professional part, like personal introspect as well and everything. So for me, it was really good. It was like, it opened my mind to see the world in a different way. Uh, I would say that's like, it kind of like show you the reality as it is. And you kind of like put all your self-limitations, all the patterns that you grew up with, your old behaviors on the side, and you just become natural, you know? You just think of the way that you're supposed to think if you are not conditioned by society or from your upbringing and everything. That's what I feel and I believe. I agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, I think you have, or, or me personally, when I start, when I took like, when I took one of these trips in the beginning, it was like a little bit of a, a bad trip actually let's say and then i stumbled upon a very interesting book called um, uh, how to change your mind by michael pollan which is uh, a guy who is a scientist he is uh, an older guy like we're we talking like 50s maybe 60s or even 70s and he's a scientist and he went into all these psychedelic drugs and stuff like that and decided to to tap into them and to uh, to see what were the shamans what what they were doing and what were the benefits uh and then after that he goes into what is the set and the setup and how to do them in the proper way and the advantages and then he goes into why they have been banned 
which is for me was one of the very interesting things uh, is like in the, in the 1970s apparently uh, they did a study in the United States and they discovered that all the people who were taking psychedelics so like mushrooms, LSDs and, and all these uh, drugs, they were actually against the system and they were actually against the war of Vietnam. And that is actually why they started banning all these drugs, even though at the time these drugs were, uh, were helping people to, uh, to get over addiction and get over depressions. But they canceled all that stuff because they found that the people who are taking them are going kind of against the system and everybody else followed through. And that's why we are all conditioned that these things are wrong and stuff like that. So they're actually, I mean, they do have benefits. And for me being here, I've taken some of them and it's like very, very beneficial to give you different insights about yourself and, and how to improve and how to grow and spirituality and stuff like that. So, so yeah, but that was like a, a nice, uh, a nice thing to discover actually while being here. So do you miss uh, your for family? Sure. It, it, it is super interesting, like the way that they, they, it is true, right? Like when you go against the system, like quote unquote, you, they kind of like bend everything that's helping you to get there, right? And see your life in the way that you, you want to see or live your life in the way that you want to live. Uh, it's interesting. Send send me the book later. I'll I'll, I'll I'll actually add the link to the to the book. Uh, I'll I'll put it in the description as well for people if you if they wanna find it. Uh, you can easily find it on Amazon or whatever. It's it's a very interesting book. Like I really liked it. Nice. Uh, so, uh, do you miss your family? Are you ever gonna go back, or you're just gonna keep on traveling the world now that you can? <laughs> I want to keep traveling the world, the world now that I can, because that was like a big dream of mine since when I was like 15. Uh, but like two, three months ago, I started to feel homesick for the first time. So I started to feel this inner call and intuition calling. It was like, oh, you should go back to Brazil to spend like a few, few months there, like spend some time with their parents. That I, I went back to Brazil in 2019, but just for a month. And it wasn't enough to catch up after two years. And now it's been like two years again that I'm out. So I start to feel like for the first time, because before I didn't feel at all. I was like always tough in my decisions. And then like, I don't know, like in the way that you grow up, but for me growing up in Brazil, which is like such a big masculine, toxic masculine society. And like, you gotta be a man and stuff like that. You can show your emotions. You cannot cry. You cannot talk about those things. It was like always in my mind, like, oh no, I cannot feel homesick. I cannot miss my parents because I need to be tough. I'm having the opportunity of my life here and that's what I'm going to do. But now that I'm doing the work on myself and kind of like deconstructing everything that I was told and kind of like unlearning to learn on my way, things start to show up and I start to give more voice to this thing that comes from, from inside me, this intuition or whatever you want to call but. That's just like to wrap up with the reason why I'm feeling homesick. And I would say that it's the first time and I want to go back for sure. Nice, man. Nice. That's very, very deep. How are you unlearning these things? How are you working on yourself? Uh, if you yeah, would like so, to share. Yeah, yeah, sure. Everything started during pandemic. Again, grateful to pandemic. <laughs> uh, we had like life universe god whatever gave us time to be with ourselves right so i was married back in the time like uh i'm divorced right now uh and then you start to work on yourself you have more time because you don't need to work as much and you can spend more time in your house and you start to read more start 
to work on your spiritual side. And then for me, it was like meditation and breathing work. So through those stuff, things start to come up. I start to learn more about myself, journaling as well, read some books that kind of guide me on the beginning. And like nowadays in the stage that I am, which like still, let's say, if there is a scale for how spiritual you are or how enlightened are you or awakened, I'm still beginner, let's say. But I try to be as conscious as possible in all my daily activities, pretty much bringing presence to it and see how I react in each one of the situations, like either work or talking to someone, even right now that we are chatting and see if something come up. If something come up that causes me discomfort, uh, I try to analyze it later or write down about it and see why is that happening? Why am I feeling unhappy with this or angry with that? Where is this coming from? And then I go like throughout all the process. Oh, I remember that time in my life and when I was a kid, I have this trauma and this caused this and this and that. And try to pretty much like, oh, those things, those are my parent things. That's the way that they think. Like pretty much like for me, a big thing is like money, financial. So the way that I was taught to deal with money is the way that my parents, they, they did, they dealt with money. So you kind of like, oh, you live in that scarcity mindset that money is hard to get, that you got to work as like do the hustle to get the money. And that, that was like their truth. That's not my truth anymore. And that's something that I'm trying to deconstruct, even though like every day is a struggle because it's a behavior that I need to change and I believe. But basically, just things like that, like being aware, being at, paying attention, everything that I do and how I feel when I do things. Hmm. Yeah. So basically, you just like kind of be aware in the moment and see how you are feeling, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. And then afterwards, taking the time to evaluate and and like meditating on it and just like trying to figure out why, just digging deeper and deeper. And deeper. that's very interesting. I've never I've never done that. I've never looked into it like that. I think I'm. I'm, I'm going to try to do something similar. But yeah, very, very nice tip. Very nice tip. Uh, is there anything which you, you would like to, to talk about or anything you would like to share, anything that could be useful for people who want to start something, but they don't know how to start other than taking mushrooms, obviously? <laughs> uh, yeah, man, like, I don't know. I think that's like overall the way that we are as society like we are super afraid of failing and super afraid of not doing things perfect or 100 percent that it kind of like hold us back on doing things that we really want to do and live the, the life of our dream so it's hard it's uncomfortable but if you want to have different results you need to take different actions so one thing that I would advise everyone, even though that it seems impossible, just take like the leap of faith and take the, the courage to, to do anything you want. Because if you're going to live like 100 years, let's say, and I'm on my 30s already, like I have like seven, 70 more years, I'm pretty sure that I'm, I'm not going to be like a fitness coach for the next seven years. Like it's going to be like five to six more years. And then I'm going to do something else in my life. I'm going to take the courage step again to start something else. And I think that that's what life's about, like trying new things constantly and then spend some time on that thing. Try again, fail, learn, have the courage. Because if you stay in your comfort zone, like throughout your whole life, you're not going to learn anything, you know, because like, we're gonna like have material stuff like laptops, money, cars, house, whatever. When you die, you die, man. Everything's gonna stay here, you know. Like that's like pretty pretty cliche, but that's the truth. But it is in front of us every day, and we don't fucking see it. Very true. 
very 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 true i mean so life is all about the whole life is a journey and it's all about about learning new stuff and growing and stuff and and if you stay where you are you just you stay where you are if you just like are comfortable with that and what you're looking for is comfort fair enough but you're not gonna learn you're just gonna miss you're just gonna miss on life that's what i would think so it's it's great well tiago thank you very much for your time that's been like an amazing amazing uh uh episode actually i really enjoyed it and i enjoyed like going because i was talking to you in the beginning i thought we were just going to speak about fitness and how we started but then it just like took yeah. a little bit of a of a side turn about uh, spirituality and mushrooms and and how and the society and stuff which was really actually <laughs> inspiring i think i learned a lot in it and i'm gonna actually apply lots of these things so awesome man yeah um, and that's like, that's what i tell my clients as, sorry that's what i tell my clients as well like don't think that you're just gonna have a coach you're gonna have a psychologist with you because like <laughs> i'm gonna ask you like some weird shits and i i expect you to answer me because i like to have those conversations those interactions you know otherwise we just stay on the same thing oh how's the training how's that no man let's talk about life that's that's what you're looking for interaction exchange nice nice okay so i think that's that's it for us uh, today thank you thank you for your time again and uh, your insights and spirituality and um, and way of looking at life it's been very inspiring and uh, thank you guys for listening and tuning in and i hope you enjoyed this episode of uh, digital nomad skills and how to become a digital nomad i am your host rahim hamada and today we had with us uh, tiago and uh, i'll see you guys on another episode and have a great day. Thank you very much and see you next time.